is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Thursday, May 4th, readers gathered at Amore Coffee to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac, On a Collected Path. Volume 11. I'd like to introduce our last reader for tonight, uh, Peg Gilfoyle. Uh, Peg Gilfoyle is the author of several books, including Offstage Voices, Life in the Twin Cities Theater. Her company, Peg Projects, produces history books for private clients. The first office she ever worked in was, the turret, was in a turret in Landmark Center, then called the Old Federal Courthouse. She lives in downtown St. Paul. Please welcome Peg. I'm on page 108, for those of you who are following along, and there are some photos on those pages. This piece is called Uncle Texas Wedding. My elderly aunt and I disgraced ourselves in the newspaper archives up at the History Center this year, laughing and sputtering and leaning on the microfilm reader amid disapproving looks from our fellows. We were working on family history, usually a sedate kind of inquiry, but we could hardly control our mirth. Really, it was awful when this old story rolled into view from the St. Paul Dispatch of June 19, 1919, confirming a treasured family tale. Headline, Horseman dashes into hotel, seizes bridegroom. A horseman last night, said the paper, spurred his steed through the door and into the lobby of the Foley Hotel, 7th and Jackson Streets, while a reception in honor of Mr. and Mrs. John William Condon, married at the St. Paul Cathedral yesterday morning, was in progress. The horseman headed his mount directly towards the bride. Her husband quickly stepped between them to shield her from the invader. Not to be outwitted, the lone rider caught Condon in his grasp, swung his horse about, and rider and victim disappeared through the door. Men in the lobby rushed to prevent the abduction, but were forced to retreat by a volley of shots from more than 50 revolvers grimly grasped by an equal number of horsemen waiting outside. While the intruders held the would-be rescuers at a distance, Condon, despite his vehement protests, was tied securely to a hay rack. The vehicle, with its cortege of shooting, howling horsemen, started up the street, a source of wonder to pedestrians. <laughs> it does not matter what old pictures look like. Our ancestors are not stiffly posed, sepia-toned, collared and bustled cardboard cutouts. Whether respectable or rascals, famous or unknown, downtrodden or doing the trotting, they were demonstrably and undeniably alive. 
nearly 100 years ago, my great uncle, John William Condon, called Tex, was married for the first of several times here in St. Paul to a society girl who had just graduated from what was then called Visitation Convent and whose father owned the downtown Foley Hotel. Uncle Tex was a cattleman working at the South St. Paul Stockyards, one of four sons in a family of Texas stockmen. On the day before Texas' wedding, the dispatch described plans for a rather decorous and conventional cathedral wedding, white peonies on the altar, bridal march from Lohengrin. The day after the wedding, the paper carried the above front page story, fevered in tone, above the fold, about the shenanigans at the reception. What happened? Well, there is an answer. It was hook'em cow. South St. Paul and its stockyards had, in 1919, a booster club formed primarily from the stockyard cattlemen and cowboys. 500 members strong. It had a marching unit, a queen, a singing quartet, and quite a reputation. At their first appearance at the St. Paul Winter Carnival, the newspaper reported, quote, the Hook'em Cow Cavaliers terrified lady visitors by impromptu ring around the rosy in the streets. <laughs> End quote. Tex, a large and boisterous band, was the drum major for Hook'em Cow. And it was the Hook'em Cow boys who rode their horses into St. Paul right up Concord Street to the hotel and stole Great Uncle Tex from the wedding reception, grimly grasping their revolvers. After the protesting groom was carried away, the dispatch went on. There was a, quote, careening ride around town in the buckboard. When the new father-in-law bravely offered himself as hostage, the boys took that worthy gentleman to the police station where he was locked in a cell and eventually had to buy the robes off with a box of cigars. <laughs> you just have to wonder what the new in-laws were thinking. <laughs> Tex went on to a long and roistering career as a cattleman and auctioneer all over the West, flying from stock show to stock show in his own plane, on the side of which was painted, Tex Condon, the big bull shipper. <laughs> he had at least two more wives. We don't know what happened to the former Miss Philly. When I drive up Concord Street now, I sometimes think that I glimpse the Hook'em Cow boys on a June afternoon, trotting up toward the city, hay rack rattling and at the ready, all set to do mischief at the big society wedding. Family research comes in traces. The rest you are perfectly free to imagine. The paper says that after their eventful reception, the young couple left for the east on their honeymoon. And I like to think of them settling into their seats on the train, looking out the window at a 1919 St. Paul disappearing behind them. And I like to imagine the new Mrs. Condon, so young, gazing up at her big husband, relieved that there were, as far as she knew, no hook and cow boys aboard and along. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.